My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey there. I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, y'all. I'm Julie. Hi there. I'm Brenda. Welcome to Insider's Guide to the Other Side. Now, y'all need to know that we're obsessed with everything on the other side. Yes, we are. Because once you learn to navigate the energetic, or to some, the invisible world, life is going to be more fun and much more serene. Uh, heck yes, it can. Because let's be honest, Bryn, Earth School is hard. In fact, you taught me that. Let's crush Earth School together. Well, hello, my witchy poo. My God, you look fabulous today. I love the blue. Oh, look, another rhyme. (laughs) Thank you, my elf. Thank you for the rhyme. Thank you for the greeting. I'm so happy to speak with you today. Always, always love to see you. So you know. Tell me what I know. <laughs> I've had uh, I've had another uh, journey around the sun. Yeah. Um, so I just had another birthday. I, t- I, I think I tend to talk um, like about what happened on my birthdays a lot. I think that your birthdays a are years epic, ago, right? It, they are it epic, is, right? It is your right as a Leo to have epic birthdays. <laughs> right, right. Um, I think a few years ago, it was I got a Garmin watch because I wanted oh, to right. uh, track all my steps. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny. This one's very different. So I uh, I wanted to share with everyone because um, it's a bit of a continuation of an episode that we had before. And that episode, I believe we called Long Haul Grieving. This one we're going to call endings and beginnings. So it gives everybody a little mm. a little tip of the hat to uh, possibly where we're headed in this. Does that sound good to you? Nice. It sounds great. Let's do All it. All right. So just to do a quick recap for everyone um, on what <laughs> the uh, long haul grieving was, for those that may have not heard it, I'll do a quickie on it, is I was... And please go back, yeah, and, go back and listen for sure. But <laughs> I was um, very drawn to go back to... The um, All Saints Episcopal Church, where I grew up, uh, it was a, it was right before Easter time, and I was drawn. Um, and there was this moment where I was taken out to the front uh, little garden area, and they said, "Oh, have you seen 
you know, this new area we have, and it's where they put the ashes of loved ones. It's a memory garden. It's a memory garden, exactly. And uh, I was I was asked them, they said, well, where's where's your mom? And I burst out into tears. And I'm like, in the garage <laughs> for 10 years. <laughs> and because I didn't know what to do, right? I just didn't know what to do. I didn't know because in my mother's typical sarcastic way, because she's very, very sarcastic, um, we had a conversation, obviously, when she, well, when she was alive, we've had many more since. And she said, um, <laughs> Uh, some about she goes. Uh, she goes. You know, when I die, I want uh, to be cremated. I don't want to take up more space than I already have. And then, and, and I think I said, "Well, what do you want me to do with the ashes?" I mean, I was probably a teenager, just for the record, when this conversation happened. <laughs> and uh, she goes, "Oh, just go on a cruise," which that was very 1980s. So I think I was a teenager. Go on a cruise, and she was just toss them overboard. Like that was her thing. She did not mean that. And I know that she didn't, but it left me in limbo for 10 years. So here I am back at the you know memory garden at the All Saints Episcopal Church in Miami, Oklahoma. And after they're saying, you know, asked me where, uh, what I did with mom. And I gave my answer about she's been in the garage. And they said, well, maybe it's time for you to bring her home. So I took her home. Oh, it's so beautiful. Right? So beautiful. I mean, I'm just like, ugh. And you knew, you said, and I'm sure you instantly knew, you're like, of course, right? Of course, right? right? It, like, and it took 10 years to get that damn answer because <laughs> I didn't know what to do with her. I didn't. I mean, I held on to her like, you know, so we had this beautiful home in California. I could have like dug a hole and planted a tree. And that's what people do. Yep, that's what we did with my brother. Yeah. I mean, that's what people Which do. Which means my mom will um, never leave that house. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So I, since that moment, um, you know, right before Easter that I went, uh, I've been trying to figure out what's the right time. And in my typical L fashion, I wanted to be dramatic. <laughs> because who am I if I don't have a little drama? And I don't mean bring I don't mean bring drama into my life. I just mean, you know, theatrical. Let's call yes. it theatrical. Yes. Maybe not dramatic. Let's call it theatrical. So I thought the date I thought would be really great would be the day before my birthday. And the reason why, just explain to everyone, is that um, it was the night before my 45th birthday that I uh, got the first picture of my ghost mom. Um, oh, don't you remember yeah. that? Yeah, of course. I remember I actually sent it to you and uh, and it was the day before my 45th. Um, and so this one I turned 52. And uh, I thought that'd be really great to do it that day. So I reached out to, um, and I'm going to say her name because she's awesome. And I want you guys just to go like give her lots and lots of love. And her name is Kay Bowman. We call her Kay Bo. <laughs> and Kay Bo was um, the foreign language teacher at Miami High School. Everybody loved Kay Bo. In fact, when, uh, uh, when I was in high school, she took a class to, um, to Europe for like a week, I think it great. was. Very brave. <laughs> oh, are you kidding? Totally brave. Um, and I was the kid that did not take any foreign languages, <laughs> but I can, I talked my way into going. So thank you, Cabo, for that. <laughs> typical elf fashion. <laughs> oh, typical elf. And so, and, and it was me and Cubby and there's a whole group of other people. So anyway. Um, Don't you just love how my elf is like, you're in. If you're in her inner circle, you have a you have a cool nickname. <laughs> Everybody has a cool nickname. Cabo, Cubby. I mean, right? It's endless. Witchy poo. <laughs> so, so Kabo, I, I reached out to her and I said, uh, do you, you know, can I bring mom on the sixth? 
And she goes, oh, I can't. I have a funeral to go to in Bartlesville, Oklahoma, mm -hmm. and I'll be spending the night. How about the next day? <laughs> I went, what the hell? It's my birthday. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Might as well, right? Yeah, exactly, right? Right. It was that I'm just going to tell everybody here's what's really funny is that Suzanne is calling this birthday my morbid birthday. <laughs> she did a hashtag morbid birthday and, and we both are laughing and she goes, and honey, it's so on brand. <laughs> of course, what you're going to do is take the ashes of your beloved mother and to like scatter them and do whatever you're going to do with them in this garden on your birthday when most people like to party and get hammered and do whatever. Not you. You're going to take, you're going to drive your mother's ashes with your dog to Oklahoma. She gets you. Oh, she, oh my God, are you kidding? She totally gets me. We're going to take a quick break and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to tell you guys what had actually happened. So hold tight, folks. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby award-winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery. But that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily, as I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she? as my father believed, a witch. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Come on, my elf. What's next? <laughs> what happened next on your morbid birthday? I uh, packed up Suki in the car because, you know, she goes with me everywhere because it's Suki. I mean, she's my baby. Um, and uh, in a very typical elf fashion, I stopped by the warehouse to pick up some stones, some rocks. Um, well, it's interesting. I um, picked a few things. I picked uh, Labradorite hearts um, to give both Cabo and Mary Susan, who we'll get to in a second. Um, and, of course, Rose Quartz hearts. And uh, one thing we don't have up yet 
but we probably will now after this airs, is um, the uh, uh, Mount Meru uh, Malas. Okay, so this Meru, like it, it takes different shapes so beautifully, but it's, it's a crystal, it's a stone. It is so supercharged and exquisite. Uh, um, I really barely have words for it because it really transcends language. It is healing. It is inspiring. It is such a connection with all that is sacred. It is just a gift. It's a real gift. If you, if you are looking for something to up-level your practices or just remind you that life is exquisite, this is, this is a hookup. <laughs> Yeah, it is. It's um, so what what happens with this is um, the the miner that has now become a very close friend. His name is Anil, and what Anil does when he goes to harvest these stones, he prays to the gods and asks if it's okay. And now he's Hindu, so when I say gods, I that's I mean mm -hmm. gods. Yeah. Meru, for those that might want to look it up, is considered the center of spirituality, and it is in the middle of the Himalayan mountains. And and so once he prays to the gods, he'll he'll hike up there, and then he will um, also ask permission from the monks that live um, in that region because they've been praying for thousands of years in this area. And it gets it's like it gets transmitted directly into the minerals. It's just oh, it does because they're mutable. They're absolutely mutable, and uh, and he he harvests by hand um, and carries them back on his back down the mountain. I'm telling you, you can feel all that intentionality. Exactly. And if, and if you're not somebody who feels like you need prayer beads, we also have uh, Meru in the shape of a lingam. Um, we also have Meru points. So, And we also, my favorite is the Meru Zoo, which I don't know how to sell it to anybody yet because it's, I don't know how to do it yet. But these are these amazing carved animals that I actually sent you. The, your owl. There was one owl in the whole thing, and I, Brenda just got it. My Athena owl is amazing. <laughs> you have your owl. So, the, so the reason that I wanted to um, pick up the Meru Malas for them is that these are. Um, it's, it's so there's Mary Susan Whaley, and then there's Kate Bowman, other two women that I met at the church, and they are both very spiritual, devout women. And I know that they practice prayer and I wanted them to have something else that they can use to practice their prayer with. And that was, in fact, funny thing is that's what they love the most. Oh. Uh, they were very uh, visually mesmerized with the Labradorite, but I felt, of course, the love of the Rose Quartz. But that was my offering. That was my thank you for them meeting me on a Saturday to go do this. My generous self. So beautiful. Well, you know, I try. <laughs> So, um, so Suki and I go by the, go by the, the warehouse and then we make our way to Oklahoma. And as we're making our way to Oklahoma, it's so interesting. Like I, um, I got on the phone with a very, very dear friend of mine who I love so much. And her name is Julie Pippencotter and one of the kindest souls on the planet. And I love her. And she was exactly who I needed to talk to the entire way there. She talked to me from the time I left the warehouse <laughs> to the time I pulled into the church parking oh my lot. God. And it was amazing. She's, she, was, she was perfect, right? So that's the beginning oh of it. So no, when you're on a journey, you know, have people to ride shotgun with you, so to speak, yes. that yes. are there for it, you know? And right. she was there for it and talked to me and we'll talk mm -hmm. about mom and we talk about her life. We talk about it. And it was... You are so cared for. I love that. And right, I am. And as we're and as I'm driving, you know, I'm reminding her of the story of being drawn there, and um, and it's when I repeat the words, it's it's time to bring her home. I start to cry, so of course I'm in tears driving and doing the whole thing, which is exactly what's supposed to happen. So we get 
by, by we, I mean me and Sookie and Julie for part of it, the other Julie. And uh, we get to the church and I'm uh, greeted by Cabo. Again, this woman who I love so deeply and who um, really holds up a community. Like what they do at this church, they've been raising money to help uh, teachers get school supplies for kids. They call it Stuff the Bus. Uh, they sell baked goods and I think they call them something like I don't know, spiritual sweets or something. I don't remember exactly what the term is, but, you know, very um, devoted giving, giving women. And so I, I get there and, and uh, uh, I had the, bo- I had mom in a box, an unopened box. I did not open it. Capo opened it for me. And so she opens it and then she's like, oh my. And there's this really lovely heart-shaped cardboard box. And the cardboard has the, it's that recycled cardboard that has seeds in it. <laughs> right? I do too. I love that too. P.S. We've been looking at that for the store, just FYI. So I see this box and it had like a card with my name on it. I'm like, oh, look, <laughs> a card. Oh my God. <laughs> a 10-year-old card. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> oh my <God>. <laughs> <laughs> So strange. It's the whole day. The whole thing is strange. My morbid birthday strange. So, um, so here we are and we're holding like, here's this heart-shaped box and inside, of course, is the bag of ashes and uh, but Kaba goes, you know, we need to go get a spot for your mom. And she goes, and I have a recommendation. And she goes, I want to put her next to Leon Cox. Now, just so everybody knows, Leon and my mom are two number nerds. They're both were accountants. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. But we know your mom can't count. <laughs> uh, but she can't count. She can't use an adding machine. She can't count like the months of until I'm born. But she certainly somehow she thought I was going to gestate for 10 months. Um, uh, so she and Leon were really tight. I mean, they had a, such a wonderful relationship. And all, mom loved his wife, Linda. I mean, but she and Leon like had this thing. And Cabo t- told me a story why. Of one day they were at um, our old minister preacher. Again, I don't know what the right word is for Noel. Uh, at his house, who's around the corner from us. It was Cabo, Noel, Mom, and Leon. And Cabo said, it was one of the funnest evenings I had. We sat around and talked and laughed. And I just, when I looked out in the garden, I just thought, oh, she needs to be buried next to Leon. And I'm like, oh, I love that. Then she hands me a shovel. So my ass dug a hole. So they don't sprinkle, by the way. They don't do that. They don't just like throw ashes around. They like dig these holes. And Cabo was like, you know, Julie, why don't I just go ahead and put the ash? Because she, I was already crying. Like my head was already down. I'm all like, I dig the hole. That's the best I could do. I'm like, again, guys, this is like, it's been a lifelong dream, but let's just talk about the last 20 years, which is, it's been a lot. It's like, it was 10 years of the illness of Alzheimer's and it was 10 years of all this stuff. So um, there's a lot, right? A lot that is, it's there. And, um, and I'm also want to be very clear to everyone. I I am very clear on that. My mother was with me. I see her. I talked to her. She popped in before we even started talking. We have a relationship, but there's also things on the human plane that, you know, this whole full cycle thing, right? About endings and beginnings. Well, and understanding it does not, is not a spiritual bypass. Like you still have to go through those, through those thresholds. You, you just have to go, you have to feel the feels. You still have to. And I have had this day, I'm going to call it a dangling participle. I have had this dangling participle of her ashes that I never knew what the hell to do yeah. with. I didn't know, right? The instructions I got was a cruise. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Margaret. Um, so I got a cruise. And before I go any further about what happened is that I also called my brother the day before. And um, I let him know what I wanted to do. I wanted to make sure he was okay with it. I wanted to know if he wanted, you know, any of her ashes. That's so honoring of you. Yeah, of course. Well, he's my brother. And I said, it's your mom too. 
you know. And so I did. I felt like I did all the right things getting to this point. So I just have to say one thing, though. Yes, please. Is mom there? Your mom her. <laughs> oh, fuck. Of course it's her. Hi, mom. If she had given you anything other than the cruise, you would have done it. Oh. So she gave you the cruise so she would give you freedom oh, to right. discover yourself. Of course yourself. she did. Right. Of course she did. Yeah. But let's all keep in mind, she had to like direct me and drag me there to do it. <laughs> so she was still in charge, even though it felt, even though it seemed like freedom at the time when she told As me it that. Should be. No, but you would you would have forced something. But I would have forced something. You're right. Yeah, I would have. Is out of out of your comfort zone. Like it's like oh, I'm not going to go on a fucking cruise. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't get Suzanne to go. Yeah, but but there's she had to give you something to, because you needed something. Yeah, you weren't going to let her go without something. Yeah, you're right. Right. Well, she's so right. Everybody's right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> of course, again, the theatrics, right? <laughs> um, nothing can just be easy. And here it is. And listen, I hear like I, I you know, my high school boyfriend, John, his father just passed. Um, mm. He was sick, but he also got COVID. And so right. um, but it, it's it, like explicit instructions from Mike about what like there was no question to be answered. I mean, it was explicit. No, that was not mine. That was not my mother. <laughs> Stop Margaret's way. <laughs> so we are going to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> the Therapy for Black Girls podcast is an NAACP and Webby Award winning podcast dedicated to all things mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. Here, we have the conversations that help Black women decipher how their past inform who they are today and use that information to decide who they want to be moving forward. We chat about things like how to establish routines that center self-care, what burnout looks and feels like, and defining what aspects of our lives are making us happy and what parts are holding us back. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. Thank you for taking the light, and you're going to shine it all over the world, and it makes me really happy. I never imagined that I would get the chance to carry this honor and help be a part of this legacy. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. I never thought I'd take my three young kids to Sicily to solve a century-old mystery. But that's what I'm doing in my new podcast, The Sicilian Inheritance. Join us as we travel thousands of miles on the beautiful and crazy island of Sicily, as I trace my roots back through a mystery for the ages and untangle clues within my family's origin story, which has morphed like a game of telephone through the generations. Was our family matriarch killed in a land deal gone wrong? Or was it by the Sicilian mafia? A lover's quarrel? Or was she? as my father believed, a witch. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So here, I'm going to take us back to 
standing in the garden um, after I had to dig a hole. By the way, who has to do that shit, right? I mean, let's just like take a moment on that. I do. Actually, that's a really good thing for you to do because you are really good at being in action. Yes, I am. You love a task. It, mm-hmm. It's helpful to have you focus, to contribute to the process. I mean, it's, it's a little ritual. It is. It wasn't that's a bad fair. thing for my health. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. And also the ground was kind of hard and I'm still kind of strong. So yeah. there you have it. It's <laughs> good. Um, so here I stand and I'm, you know, um, uh, and Cabo does a prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, there's several and she did one and I have Cabo on my right and I have Mary Susan on my left. Um, very supported. And as, as Cabo is uh, reciting a prayer, um, I have my head down and my eyes closed and then I open them and I look around and I see everybody. Oh, from the I garden? saw them all. Yep. Oh, keep in mind, <laughs> I knew half of them. Oh, I bet you did. You bet I did. Oh, I, I saw... bet they were so happy you were there. Oh yeah. And they, you know, and they, the way they came in, because I was telling Suzanne when I got home and the, in the way, and by the way, Suzanne did not go to serve it because she was planning on my birthday dinner. She had things to do yeah. Um, and also knew that I needed to go do this. She's really great about that. Like, honey, this is yours. You need to go do this. Um, so I, I look up and uh, I see Leon. I see Linda. I see these and I see mom. And Suzanne said, well, what were they doing? And I said, honey, they were standing there. And I go with in reverence. I was just going to say totally reverent, right? You can feel it. It's so beautiful. Yeah, it, was, it was so, they were all it's so reverent. Word. Yeah. Yeah. They were, and it's one of my favorites. And honored, right? It, very much so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Love that. Because all of them at that moment, they were being brought back because we're talking about them. We're telling stories about them. I'm reading their names out loud. You know, we're talking about Leon and I just have to, I have to quickly go to a different story really fast. And I promise we'll go back to me crying because I already am, but I have to stop to get to this, this other little piece of it. Cause these are all the things that are connected. And that's why I kind of jump around and I tell bits of stories and kind of try to bring them back together because just then it reminded me of a moment that happened last week. As crazy as the sound. Okay. I'm in Tulsa and I meet Cubby and Rhonda there and we meet our friend Leanne and then other friend Missy. These are all people that Kim and I grew up with. These are the very dear friends that we love. And we're sitting having just like some snacks and someone drinking a beer or whatever. And Missy lived one door down from me uh, growing up. And as Missy's talking, the strangest thing happened. Leon Cox showed up. Oh, my God. I, right? Can you believe I didn't tell you that part before? You buried the lead. That's awesome. I, seriously. That's awesome. So it was an interesting thing is that Missy's talking and I'm like, and I see Leon out of my right side and I'm like, oh, hey, Leon. And within 30 seconds, Missy brought up Leon Cox. <laughs> and I'm like, well, this is very strange. It's awesome. And of course, I'm sitting here at this table with folks. And uh, I didn't tell me at the table because it would sound weird and nobody could make sense of it. I didn't even couldn't even make sense of it at the time of like why he sh- I thought he was being clever because she brought him up 30 seconds later. But no, 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 no. That is not why Leon showed up now. Right. Leon must have shown up to let me know. What was going to happen literally in the next week? He didn't say anything. He just showed up. We're going to go back to the moment of the garden because God knows I can take forever to tell a story. If you asked me what I had for breakfast, I could probably talk about it for another half an hour. (laughs) Um, So I look up and I see them all. And I see my mom. And Mm -hmm. it was a way I've never seen her. And that was in that reverence mode. 
And I think she was like, oh, yeah, here we are finally, honey. <laughs> you you finally figured it out. You you found it. You found it. Yeah, yeah and thank you. And yeah. thank you. And thank you. Again, yeah. not as if writing a book about my grief wasn't enough for the old lady. I had to do this shit, too. <laughs> But this is part of it. You can feel how how important it was for you, right? Yeah, because there's really, I mean, Suzanne is most important in one way in my world, but my mother was too. Like the two most important people, like it's them, right? without question. And so, but I saw her and it was like, she wasn't being funny. She wasn't like wagging her finger at me. She wasn't like, you know, she, she just, it, it, and she wasn't coming up to, she wasn't behind me wrapping her arms around. It was none of the things. She was standing there with everybody else and standing next to Leon. And Linda was on the other side of Leon, his wife. And, um, and I looked up and I was like, oh my gosh, there everybody is. I saw Karen Harsh. I saw uh, Kirsten Couch. Like I see them all in this, in this little tiny garden, but it's like tiny. What a beautiful birthday gift. Right? It's the greatest gift ever. Yeah. I think then actually is when Cabo put mom's um, ashes in. And then I hear both of them, uh, Mary Susan and Cabo, start with our father who art in heaven. Of course, here I go and I'm joining in. I think they're both a little shocked that I knew it. Mm. Not for nothing. Not for nothing. I think there was a little shock and a little awe in the fact that I could still recite the Lord's Prayer. Uh, P.S. Probably better than most people, let's be honest, because it's, you know, your elf is also a ghost hunter. So, you know, we say the Lord's Prayer and very moving. Like, I love the Lord's Prayer. I love, like, really listen to the words. And I always do the... Um, forgive those who have trespassed against us and and we and us who trespass against them, however the fuck I guess. Uh, one of my favorite things. I know. I just said, oh, well, I knew it. But I knew it from the start. Like, so just give me a little break. Yeah. I understand. I understand. That's how the memory works. Yeah. <laughs> it does work that way. And it's like, that's always such like a moment. And in that moment, I really actually did. Like, I forgave myself and I forgave others. Those of you who are hesitant to go on any of your walks and your journeys, just know the most amazing, most surprising things can happen in these times. It's so healing. So incredibly healing. You have to be brave and give yourself the gift of going with support, right? Like go with support, whoever that is. And it doesn't have to be your husband or your wife. Like it just, it's specific to where you are in your journey and the work you have to do. Right. And I had Cabo and I had Mary. Mary Susan lived down the street from where I was, where I grew up to. Right. I mean, it's like it was home. And I, when I see Cabo's face, it's home. Right. And we're taking mom back to home. And, and Cabo, after she was or actually while she was still teaching, became an um, ordained deacon for the Episcopal Church. So very much committed. And this is something that's important to her and clearly serving as part of it. And also um, her husband, um, Ken, was also there. And I saw Ken who was our chemistry teacher. His name was Ken Harvey. So we called him Canarvi. <laughs> yeah, we had names for everybody. We had Cabo, Canarvi. I mean, and they were perfect for one another. And they found each other later in life. But the journey even started the week before, right? When Leon showed up. With, but you were with your friends, right? It did start when Leon showed up. He was prepping you. Isn't that funny? It, in fact, it didn't even dawn on me until we're in the middle of this conversation. I'm like, wait a second. I must diverge. Wait, Leon wait. showed up a week prior. I love that. So after we do the ceremony, then I did the, you know, burying the ashes. And I have to tell you, mm-hmm. I, I'm just going to tell everybody this because one of my hesitations on why I never opened the boxes of ashes is that I didn't want to see chunks. I'm just going to tell everybody. 
I didn't know like how fine powder, like I can deal with a fine powder, but I can't deal with the chunk. I'm just for the record. Well, sometimes bones do not turn to fine powder. But yeah. I'm just telling you why I didn't open it is that, and I was like, yeah, had fine. anxiety about it. Um, so luckily it was yeah. all fine powder. Um, so I covered up, um, and then of course, Sookie is in the garden, so I don't want to leave out my dog. And she's out over there, and I got to tell you, that dog, because she, she eats grass every day, so you know where this is going. That dog was mowing <laughs> um, the sacred garden, and I'm like, how many ashes have you consumed, dog? I mean, Sookie should be speaking different languages now, I think, based on what she consumed. And then, of course, as I'm like doing the Lord's, or after I after I covered it, we did, did another prayer, and Sookie's stomping on it, getting like, hey, grandma, you good? And we kept saying, you know, Sookie, do you see your grandma? We kept because mom never met Sookie in her lifetime. She certainly knows Suki now, but Suki was very much a part of the whole thing. So it was very lovely. And then we went inside and I stayed, I, I really stayed for hours and talked and I needed to go home to attend my actual birthday party. But I, I think the thing that I, I also just kind of cap this off, at least in terms of telling the sequence of events or lack thereof sequence is um, the first phone call that I made when I got in my car was to Monica Cox, Leon Cox's daughter. So I call Monica and she starts, uh, she picks up the phone and she starts singing happy birthday to me because she knew probably Facebook <laughs> or whatever. Because everybody knows everybody's shit now based on social. Um, and uh, she's singing happy birthday to me. And she goes, hey, how are you doing? What's going on? And I said, well, I just wanted to let you know something. She goes, what's that? And I said, my mom and your dad are neighbors again. And she was like, I couldn't, this is the best phone call ever. I could not be happier. I'm so glad that they're back together again. They because they did. They loved each other, and and on a, such a nerdy ass level too. It was fantastic. And um and so we you know we had a nice little chat you know about our parents and um because I also think it was healing to her, which is why I want to call her. You know, part of when you receive, right? I believe that our duty is to also give. Oh, it's so. Beautiful. And so part of my gift is also telling these stories to everyone for every you all who listen. But I also want to do those personal like outreach to like, you know, yeah. call Monica and to let her know or to call my brother ahead of time. I actually need to tell him about Leon. But it's like those are parts of like this whole thing, the whole endings and beginnings part. And I asked myself all the time, what can I do to help anybody else heal? Because like I'm getting mine and so big and so amazing. How What can I do for others? And that was my first move was to call Monica so she could have that too. And I love that, you know, you just met her where she was and that you didn't make her go to a level that she wasn't aware of or didn't need to go to. I didn't tell her about seeing her dad because I actually didn't put the pieces together until literally 10 minutes ago. <laughs> um, but I didn't tell her. And I actually, listen, I could have told her that I saw her dad the, the, the prior week, but I didn't. Right. You know, those are things that, you know, you have to be very careful with certain abilities to not scare the shit out of people. And and that's what I mean, just by meeting her where she was. It's so, yeah. so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing this amazing story with us. And, you know, just such a full circle, not only for 20 years from when you started this grieving, right, yeah. to this beautiful honoring and on your birthday, right? Yeah, right. The anniversary of when she brought you into this earth school. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly right. It's and like you planted in her in her forever home. Yeah, because I think that people, um, you know, I think that we have this this perception of what a birthday is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, and there's nothing wrong with celebrating because I do that was celebrating. In fact, there's no deeper way for me to celebrate right. my birth than to honor 
the one who gave it to me. Right. So great. And had to go through so much shit to do it. Let me just be honest. Like, I mean, I didn't have kids for a reason. I can't possibly imagine going through the birthing process. <laughs> that sounds this like a nightmare. Oh like God. just just watch oh Call the Midwife. It might make you change your mind. Um, <laughs> so that's my I I'm joking, mothers out there. Yes. I, it's just a joke. I, oh, we it's my sick mothers. ass. Oh my God, are you kidding? There's nothing better to me in the world than a mom. Um, for obvious reasons. Um, but it is um, you know, uh, and that's why Suzanne was jokingly calling it my birth, my morbid birthday, because yeah. it's so on brand is that she I mean, she it does get me better than anybody does. And um, mm-hmm. but allow yourself to celebrate things the way you want to, yeah. you know, allow yourself to heal. Not everything, you know, even though we did have a great time that evening. So I was able to do all of it at once. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the beauty of it. Covered it's like I was spectrum. able I did. I, <laughs> I covered the whole spectrum and had the best time that night. You know, having dinner with friends and we play this great game. If you ever haven't played left, right, center, it's a dice game. It is so much fun. It's so easy. It's so much fun. And the whole like house erupted and just laughter and joy and all of that. When literally three hours prior, I couldn't see because I was crying so hard. It's like that to me is probably the best birthday I've ever had. As weird as that sounds. No, it's it's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Thank you so much. I'm so happy for you to have such a Full circle spectrum birthday. Oh, thank you. And thank you for actually uh, riddling me why mom gave me the whole dipshit cruise ship thing. <laughs> I'm so grateful that that's what she was doing. Because she knows if she would have said, you need to take my ashes to Alberta, Canada, and here is the GPS coordinates, I would have done yeah. it. There's no doubt about that. So thank you for riddling that one for me. Is mom still around? Does mom have anything else to say? You are completely and and utterly welcome. Nope, she's good. She's so good. She's so good. She's probably a little better now. Yeah, it's like I think so. <laughs> it's like my kid is finally processing her twenty fucking years of grief. So it's probably time. Happy um, birthday! That's the only thing. <laughs> As happy <you> know. <laughs> birthday! Right, right. Thank you. Well, I hope this inspired. Um, other folks to, you know, look at your own journeys, you know, and don't be afraid of them to, you know, be able to embrace who you are. And even if it's ugly crying or if it's hysterical laughter, laughter after, but it's like, it's all there and to share it whenever you can be generous with it. If you can. The only thing I would add to that is, you know, we are um, putting this out on the week of the new moon in Leo and it's asking us to consider what are we ready to release so that, <laughs> Uh, the the Saturn Uranus, right? So that what we about can my Uranus? Move. What the hell did you yeah. say? <laughs> I couldn't help it. So that we so that we can move forward. What and create space to create to to refresh to create our next. And you know, really, the invitation is to look so very deeply um, into the shadows, into the corners, to the completions. And I have to just give you a gold star, my elf, because you really did it. It's interesting you say about shadows because. That was a conversation I also had on the way home was with another friend, Bettina, who I've talked about before. And we talked about our shadows and about being very present to know um, about where they are and what they are and to um, be in charge of that. So I just wanted to say that because that was also part of it of the day was I had a shadow conversation. So I just wanted to acknowledge that word. That's a very important word. I'm I'm so glad, and and this is a perfect example of just paying attention, right? And hearing that word, and knowing that it's it's supercharged for us all right now, in the most illuminated way a shadow can be. It says, "Pay attention, choose, 
stay conscious because we know our school is hard. Oh my God. But it's, it's grand because I couldn't be more grateful to feel the depths of love that I do in this life. It is the greatest gift that I've received and I hope the greatest one that I give. And I said in the last paragraph that I wrote in my book that I believe that our superpower is indeed love because it is. There's no doubt. Man, thank you, my witchy poo. Thank you. Thank you. And remember, Earth school is hard. Earth school is hard. All right, everybody. That is our wrap. Yeah, it is. Without the other side. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. And each other. And each other. Yes. <laughs> Peace out. Thanks for joining us, everyone. And a special thanks to our producer, Maya Cole, who guides us while we guide you. Hit us up on Instagram at Other Side Guides or shoot us a note at Other Side Guides at iHeartRadio.com. And you can even call us at 833 22 Guide to leave us a message. We want to know what you think. We want to know what you know. And we want to hear your stories. And remember Earth School is hard without the other side. Insider's Guide to the Other Side is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Spotify, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast, will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hey there, I'm Dr. Maya Shunker, and I'm a scientist who studies human behavior. Many of us have experienced a moment in our lives that changes everything, that instantly divides our life into a before and an after. On my podcast, A Slight Change of Plans, I talk to people about navigating these moments. Their stories are full of candor and hard-won wisdom. And you'll hear from scientists who teach us how we can be more resilient in the face of change. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.